0: Y'all, and welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. On today's show, I have empowerment speaker, vision coach, mentor for women, an all-well-rounded businesswoman, and a woman of God, Giselle Elaine Clemens. So you live in Trinidad, Tobago, correct? Yes, that's correct. Tobago. Okay, Tobago. I always say that wrong. I don't know why. <laughs> Is that pretty common?
1: Yeah, like all the everyone would say Tobago first, but it's Tobago.
0: Hey. <laughs> I wonder why we do that. It must be a, an American thing. We just jacked everything up. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so did you always know and see yourself as a motivational speaker? Um, I guess you
1: wouldn't call it that. That wasn't the name, but um I've always been in positions like that. So coming into it full time now was just a natural progression.
0: But mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah, I, I would say that. In hindsight, that was the name here.
0: Was it a easy transition for you to do so? Or or speaking in front of people? It was that an easy transition for you?
1: I've always been in front of people. Having grown up in the church, you know, it's always on a stage. You're you're in a pageant. You're in the Christmas show. You're you're saying poetry. You're singing in the junior choir. And then as you go through school, I've always been in uh, uh, situations where I'm on the stage. So I'm a prefect. I'm in the school choir. Uh, For assembly, you know, there's someone, we we sing the national anthem at our school assemblies, and I was the person to sing the national anthem. So I've always been on a stage because I'm involved in things that would take me to the stage. And so it was just, you know, a a follow on, a natural progression to be now speaking to women on, on a stage, on and off, you know, stages that I would say, yes, it was a natural progression. Do you ever get stage fright? I wouldn't say stage fright. There is always that pause because I'm I'm, I'm aware of the awesome responsibility. I don't take it lightly. And so I'm always just so conscious, okay, you need to do. And, and I believe what I do is God-directed. So I would always be conscious that I need to accomplish the assignment as he would want me to do it. So it's not afraid of being on the stage. It's just more like, okay, I need to make sure that I do what he wants me to do in this moment. So I would I would describe it that way. The, the sense of pause uh, I, I feel just before mounting the stage.
0: Okay, so you said a sense of pause. So what would you say is your, your daily preparation when you know that you got to get in front of all these women and speak to help them to empower themselves? What would you do? What do you do to prepare yourself throughout that day? Mm-hmm. I, I believe there is no difference between secular
1: and and what we would term in the church ministry it's all and the same because it's god directed so wherever he places you that's where you function so i would prepare for any speaking engagement the same as i would prepare if i have to go and 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 sing or minister in the strictest sense of of, of ministry so i would spend time in the word I would spend time, you know, just talking to God, getting my mind clear to make sure that, as I said, I do what I believe he instructed me to do. And so even though my speaking would take me into secular environments, and by that term, I just mean not the church in a church environment. The preparation is the same because it doesn't matter how I couch my message or it is delivered. It's the same. I need to tell these people what I believe God wants them to hear, whether it's in the church setting or the secular environment. So preparation is the same as if I would be going into ministry, spend time in the world,
0: spend time hearing
1: from God. Okay, so. Let's say, for example, I'm going into a secular environment, I'm going into an organization, they call me in, they want me to speak to their managers. So based on my leadership training, I'm going to be using that slant, but it's still a message. And through the concepts of leadership, I'm going to be delivering a message. So I still need to hear from God. How do I deliver this message to these people so that their lives will be changed So that's my preparation
0: amen now tell us about pearls of great price empowerment services sure how much time do we have (laughs) we got all kind of time for you
1: oh oh gosh this this has been been uh where god shifted me in, in in recent times um when I I really solidified, okay, this is where my path is taking me, having been in academia for the past 15 years, I I saw this move where God started to use me to speak to young girls in my church. Now, I I always did that, but this time it was different because he started to, to Use concepts about, you know, self-image and, and establishing your identity and how, how you're, you're going to be as as a young woman, as a female in, in this society. And, and that's this concept I got, that they were pearls of great price. And that came from the scripture in Matthew where this man went and he sold all he had because he wanted this pearl. He saw it such great value and so as i began to point to these young girls that they have value and you don't have to sell yourself short because you know you want the boyfriend or whatever else or even because of the circumstances that you grew up in you are still a pearl of great price so wherever i go it's not only young girls right now it's women of all ages that's the underlying message that whatever is happening in your life life may have dealt you a, 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 a you know a hard knock but still god is saying to you that you are a pool of great price and you need to accept that fact get back on the horse and keep riding into your future yes absolutely now how did you come up with the name just took it from the scripture. So the the particular scripture says that you are a pearl of great price. And so I just took it from the scripture and God, God, I don't use necessarily the term motivation because I believe empowerment speaks the tools and strategies that you, the person now have to take ownership of and apply. And that comes from my leadership training. So pearls of great price empowerment services. So we run the garment of, giving women the tools and the strategies that they will then apply to their lives to live empowered lives.
0: Yes. Now, what led you to go on this on this purpose, on this mission? What was, what was your leading guide to, to do this?
1: What led me? Probably the circumstances. I lost my job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, usually I would get another one pretty quickly. But then one year turned into two years, turned into three years, and in the middle of all of that, I I kept leaning to okay, it's probably time to to shift gears and start your consultancy. Now this was always something I had planned to do, but later on in life, when I'm finished. you know my career and i want to do something else i would now start a consultancy but because i lost my job i think god just said okay now is the time and i took up the challenge and i started pills of great price empowerment services marrying my professional training with my ministry mandate which is to educate, empower, and enlighten women. So we, we do that in a holistic fashion. So that was the circumstances that that you know finally pushed me into this that I'm doing now.
0: Now, what would you say is your program's uh, mission statement? So we
1: see life as a transition. Everyone. As long as you continue to live, you will go through a transition. But the problem with that is we we keep going around in circles and we keep seeing the same things occurring because we have not learned how to succeed successfully navigate through the disruptive transitions that you would face and and the key to it is you need to become better at navigating so that you embrace each transition take what you have to take from it and grow into your next season so i believe that is the main mandate of pills of rate price to give women the tools and the strategies to successfully navigate through life's disruptive transitions. Now, what age bracket do you work with? So I would usually work with the 40 to 50-year-olds because I believe that's the, the period where Most women, you're going through a disruptive transition, whether it be, as in my case, in my 40s, I lost a job, so I'm moving in between jobs. At the time, I was still looking to move in between jobs. You're changing careers at 40. You're going through a divorce at 40. Uh, You're making a, a big life change in terms of your health. You want to get healthy at 40 because... This is the 40s and you want to do things better. You're moving countries in, in your 40s. A lot of disruptions happen when you're in your 40s, that 40 to 50 category. So that's the, the main category that I deal with. A second category, of course, I deal with single faith-based women, and that's an offshoot of the mandate of Pills of Great Price. So really? prepare these women for marriage in in, in a kingdom way, letting them understand their purpose and their function as singles, but getting them prepared for that next season, that transition in their life. So those are the two main ages and categories of women that I deal with, the professional 40 to 50, and single faith-based women.
0: Yeah, because I think in your 40s, at least I can speak from my own experience. I think that's when you officially feel like you're gr- a grown-up. Yes. You think you're a grown-up in your 30s, but mm-hmm. I think in your 40s, no. I think in your 40s, you really have came into your own. What they say,
1: life begins at 40, yes. but there's also a fair to start again at 40. Yes. And that's where I see me adding value and coming in to assist women and letting them know it's okay to start again. I had to start again from ground zero. So I'm now giving you the
0: tools and the strategies how to start again. Yes. Mm -hmm. At 40, I felt like that's when I officially was like, I, I knew the route I was going and I started appreciating who I was. Yes. And um, I would say after 45, I started loving who I was,
1: mm.
0: and it's sad that you know that it takes the majority of your life to get there. To
1: get to that point, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: and and you know you're in your 20s, you think you know it all, and you think you got it all, and you you're not even getting started, sweetie. You're, you're, hmm. you're getting, yeah, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Hmm. But you, but if you're blessed enough and, and to get, if you know, at least if someone get there at 20, then you know what? God bless you.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I think part of that is the pressure society places on us. They give us a timeline that you should do this by 25 and you should do this yes. by 35 and you put so much pressure on yourself so as you just said if you don't accomplish what you think you should have by this age, you feel as if life you're a failure yeah. what am i what am i doing with my life yeah. but, but you know you need to understand that that your journey and the sequence of your journey is yours
0: yeah, and you by just 25, have to, yeah. you're supposed mm-hmm. to have your college degree. Yeah. By 30, you're supposed to be married with two and a half children. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that half comes from, but two and a half children. And and by 35, you should have a solid career and mm-hmm. all these mm-hmm. wonderful things. And then, you know, when by the time you're 30 and you don't have any of those things, you're like, you start looking in the mirror like, what's wrong with me?
1: That's right. Yeah. That's right.
0: So there's nothing wrong with you. Absolutely nothing's wrong with you. So, yeah. So I love what you're doing. I absolutely love what you're doing. So what would you tell a young woman who is coming of age, if you will? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what would you tell her right now that, to help her, encourage her, to empower her? What would you tell her? Start looking inward first.
1: So mm-hmm. you're coming of age. You're, you're coming to that point where you, you, you're, you're sensing that that you are maturing. But maturity comes with accepting who you are. And a part of that, and that's the part that we don't like to spend time on, is looking inward. Because you have to deal with what is inside before You start to really accept who you are. And I had to come to that point where I said to myself, you know what? It is what it is. This is my past. These are my experiences. They formed me into who I am today. So I need to look inward and start appreciating the good things that I see. And then acknowledge the things that "Hmm, I'm not too happy about those things. But hear what? You can change those things. And then, you know, it's like the edit function. You start doing some edits to the things that you are seeing when you look inward. And then you start now blossoming and maturing and growing into who you're supposed to be. It starts with looking inward. It starts with, as I like to say, looking at the woman in the mirror. Really mm. looking. Don't avert don't, don't your eyes because you're seeing the things that you're not too happy with. And this is a lifelong process, yes. But it has to start somewhere. And you have to bite the bullet, take the bulls by its horn, and start that process so i would tell any young woman listening you can't come of age without accepting who you are and accepting who you are you have to look inward first
0: amen that's hard for a lot of people that's hard for women it only is to it do. is yes it is it is that is a hard thing mm-hmm. to do because mm-hmm. you a lot of times you don't like what you see you don't yeah Do you do one-on-one sessions with people, or do you just do group sessions, or how does it work? So usually I do group coaching sessions,
1: but right now we have put a hold on the group coaching just to uh, do some reorganizing of our programs, but I
0: mainly do group coaching sessions. Okay. So are you doing them online right now? Yes, online. Okay. mm Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. So what's next for you? What next? I am planning
1: more conferences. I want to do some more collaboration with with some international partners because I believe this message needs to be heard that women you have value. Women, you need to recognize your value. And, And the thing is, I'm not the only one with this message. And so if I can connect with someone in India, someone in China, someone in the UK, someone over the continent, someone in the US, and we collaborate to get the message across, I think, not that I think, I know we yes. can really change the way things are going in our society. We're not creating, uh, because I, I know sometimes when people hear the term empowerment, they're thinking we're creating a group of man-hating women and we're going to you know just upset the apple cart. But that's not what we're doing. We're just reminding women of who they are, who God created them to be. And it's not a job that you can do alone. So my focus this year, 2021, is just to join with, collaborate more of my sisters to get this message out.
0: Absolutely. And it needs to get out. And it will get out. It will get out, yeah. Absolutely. Now, how can people contact you? They can contact
1: me, well, through social media, uh, the same Monica Pearls of Great Price Empowerment Services. You search for that and you will find my Facebook page, you'll find me on Instagram, you'll find me on Twitter and on YouTube, Pearls of Great Price Empowerment Services. If they want to email me, they can do so at PearlsofGreatPrice1 at gmail.com and I'll send them any and all information that they need on my services and the next conference date. So via
0: social media for now and via email. Wonderful. Okay. Now I have one last question for you. You ready? Sure. Oh
1: gosh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, here we go. Mm-hmm. If you can have any song be your theme song when you walked into a room, what would it be, and why?
1: I'm every woman. All right, now. It's all in me. Everything <laughs> you want now, baby. It that would be my c <laughs> It's all just right. big, it's just bold, and that's me. And, yes. and you know, as we have been saying, it takes us women a long time to just accept who we are. You know, growing up, I had a problem with my size. I, I had a problem. I was taller than all the rest. And so, you know, that just says, hey, Giselle, that's who you are. And just show it to the world. So I'm every woman.
0: <laughs> yes. I used to sing that song to my baby when she was first born, my first child. Yes. When I, when I used to rock her to sleep, I would sing, I mean, not loud, but I would just kind of sing a real soft. But yeah, I love that song. <laughs> Yes. Now, wait a minute. Is this the Shaka version or the Whitney version? I think that was the Shaka version. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> oh, but you know, she is. Oh, the hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. I I absolutely adore you. And thank we are definitely going to get this message out because we need to empower women as much yes. as possible because without a woman, there will be no man. That's right. That's <laughs>
1: right.
0: <laughs> I cannot thank you enough for being on here and for being on the live not too long ago. And if y'all would like to see her face, make sure y'all tune in and see her face <laughs> on, on the YouTube page and it's an hour long show. So thank you so much again for being on here. I consider this a complete honor. Thank, thank you so you. much. It was and, my pleasure. Thank you, Giselle, for being on the show. I cannot thank you enough. You've done a double duty for me. And wow, cannot thank you. You've done my live show. And now you've done my podcast. And I know we're going to reconnect again. And if you would like to be a worldly church girl, click the link below. Shoot me an email. And let's see what we can do with that thing. Surely you've heard, Worldly Church Girl is going live. That's right, Worldly Church Girl is live. You can catch me on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You don't want to miss a thing. If you think the podcast is dope, you got to catch the live show.
1: And oh yeah,
0: what are you waiting for? Hit that subscription button you do not want to miss another episode trust and believe it's only going to get better and better and as always thanks for joining your one and only worldly church girl